Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Happy Thursday. Today we are going to talk about beginner weight gain and why it happens. We're going to explain some things, debunk some myths, and hopefully walk away with a better understanding of why your body does what it does. First, before we get into this, I want to remind you that we have eight free Evolo classes in the show notes. You can click on that, put in your email, and the classes are sent straight to your email. You can keep them forever, continue to take them over and over. So there's that. And then I also just wanted to thank those of you that have taken the time to leave a review for our podcast. I appreciate it more than you can know. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you wouldn't mind leaving your review, that would be so amazing. If you're listening on Spotify, you can now just give your star rating on Spotify. So if you could do one of those two things, I would appreciate you so, so much. Uh, we try not to take advertising. Well, we don't take advertising. We don't plan to take advertising on this podcast. I like to just get straight to the point and hopefully give you really helpful information. So your ratings just mean so much to me. Okay, let's get into this episode. I think it's important to have an understanding of why your body may change the way it changes and what happens to your body when you start a new program. I don't put put out this podcast so that we can obsess about what we look like. That is actually the last thing that I want exercise to do for us. And I want to educate us so that we're not doing that. And we're using exercise as a tool to build our bodies up. And I want us to understand why our bodies may be responding in a certain way. I think there's nothing wrong with like wanting to look great, right? But I also think it's important to understand what exercise is and what it's not doing for our body so that we can be realistic and we can be consistent with our training and really so that we can train for our entire lives and have it just be like a seamless part of our lives forever. So just a disclaimer that I'm not a weight loss program, but I will be touching on some Uh, fat loss uh, myths, I guess, in this podcast. I respect all goals. If weight loss or fat loss is a goal for you, I respect that. But I just don't want this podcast to seem like it's a weight loss podcast or that that's our primary outcome or our primary goal, both from this podcast and from Evlo. And really, I don't think exercise is that effective for fat loss to begin with. I think that it's a lot more about what you're eating. And I'll talk about that here in a moment. I think there's a reason why so many weight loss programs just don't work in the long term. And I think part of it is because we place so much emphasis on the wrong things, like working out at high intensities seven days a week in an attempt to shrink our bodies. And this just isn't sustainable for most people. They end up burning out. They end up giving up. They end up dreading their workouts. They end up bastardizing the relationship with their workouts. And a lot of times they'll just give up and end up at square one. And that's the last thing I want from you listening. And I really want to make an impact in this industry so that we can see our workouts as something we look forward to as, as you time, as something that builds you up instead of tearing you down and burning you out. And I find myself talking about weight loss, fat loss here and there because I think, you know, there are a lot of misconceptions about it. And my hope is to educate because I know so many people come to Evlo and, you know, some of them want to lose weight. Some of them don't. A lot of them just want to feel better and get stronger. And I love that too. I'm here for all of your goals. But I just find that it's my responsibility to educate on where exercise fits into that equation and to give you realistic expectations for what could be happening in your body. And 
to be quite frank, I think exercise plays a small role in in fat loss, especially if you want to be consistent with exercise for the rest of your life, which is, I think, um, an awesome goal for each of us to have. So that's just my quick rant before I get into this episode. It is very common to start a new lifting or new exercise program and, and, and notice an initial increase in the size of your body or if you may even notice some weight gain on the scale. And what happens when people notice this is they panic and they stop exercising or they think they need to start adding a bunch of cardio. And I'm going to explain why it's important to stay the course and explain why this is very normal, especially in the beginning. So side note, um, I talked about how you may notice some weight gain on the scale. I really don't recommend weighing yourself, especially when you first start a program, because there are just so many reasons why the scale is unreliable. There's too many factors happening, and it's just not a reliable indicator of what's going on in your body. I'm going to talk about one of those one of those uh, factors in this podcast, but I just think that weighing yourself, I just don't recommend it in the beginning. I think it takes your eye off the ball. So I, I just say, just don't do it. <laughs> um, but I know that some people will will weigh themselves, especially when they start a new program because they want to see like, hey, is this working? And if you if you start lifting at first, you might notice some weight gain, especially first first thing. And and I'm just telling you not to panic. So a couple of things to dissect before we get into why you could notice an increase in weight or an increase in size. Number one is that people panic and they think that their workout is making them gain fat or making them gain weight. So exercise resistance training may make you gain muscle, which may add to your weight, but exercise doesn't make you gain fat. Eating more than you need for fuel is what makes you gain fat. So I'm going to say that again because I think it's a little tough love, but pretty important. Exercise doesn't make you gain fat. Eating more than you need for fuel is what makes you gain fat. Exercising less isn't inherently what makes people gain fat. Eating above their fuel needs is what makes them gain fat. And I've talked about this before, but I think, again, we rely too heavily on our workouts for fat loss. And often we end up overusing our body. We end up stressing our joints and we see our workouts as punishment and panicking if we take a few days off or go on vacations and not exercise. I mean, how many of us have been in that spiral where you're relying on your exercise, on your fitness as like a weight loss tool or whatever, and then you go on vacation and you're not able to exercise and you panic, right? And so that's to me, not a great relationship with exercise. It's different if you're like exercising, you know, because you want to, because it feels good and it it's another thing if you're exercising because you feel like you can't take any time off, right? There's a big difference. And I think that we develop an unhealthy reliance on exercise when we see it as a tool to shrink our bodies. Whereas it's so much more sustainable and honestly effective and enjoyable if you see your workouts as something that builds you up. And if fat loss is your goal, just make sure you're eating properly, right? So I just think that we rely too heavily on our exercise to do really the wrong things. So that's number one, some tough love. Exercising isn't what makes you gain fat. You know, it's overfueling that makes you gain fat. Side note, on the gaining fat, can we normalize gaining some fat, especially during different seasons of our lives? 
happened to me. It happens to so many people. It doesn't inherently make you less healthy if you gain some fat. So I think that's a conversation for another day. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that because I think some of us (laughs) just panic so much about it and uh, maybe unnecessarily. Okay. So that's number one. And then number two, before I get into uh, what could be happening when you first start a new routine is that if you're gaining muscle, but not losing fat, you may notice an increase in the size of your body, which to me, again, is not always a bad thing. And I want to empower you that a stronger body is never a bad thing or something to be afraid of. Let yourself gain that muscle. It is so, so important for us to have protective muscle for our overall health and longevity. And yes, you know, for those of you thinking you can gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. But again, it's highly dependent on how you're eating alongside your consistent training routine. And I don't want to get too much into nutrition because y'all know that's not my area of expertise. I try to stay in my lane. But if you're an Evelyn member, you can watch the module from Catherine, who is a registered dietitian, and she does a module on how to gain muscle. So you can watch that if you're an Evelyn member. Okay, so I just wanted to go over those two things before we get into a reason why you could could quote unquote look bigger or even notice weight gain when you first start a routine and that it's probably not anything to panic about. And it's because of cell swelling. So you may have heard of this. Um, when you start a new program, you get you get some swelling and swelling can be anywhere where you're working a muscle. It can be in your arms, it can be in your abdomen, legs, whatever, back. And cell swelling is very common. And It's even common in those who have been training for a while, but it's especially common and noticeable when you start a new routine that your body isn't used to. So it isn't always a bad thing and a certain amount of swelling can stimulate muscle growth. So here's what happens. You get muscle damage from exercise. And so when you, when you lift a weight or do an exercise that is kind of beyond the capacity of what your muscle is used to, you get a a little bit of damage in that muscle. And this is called exercise-induced muscle damage. Exercise-induced muscle damage, or EIMD. I'll refer to it as EIMD, muscle damage. So when that happens, you get an initial inflammatory response from your immune system. Your immune system is like, oh, something's wrong. We've got some damage that we need to go in and heal. So you get this inflammatory response. When the inflammatory response happens, you get a buildup of immune cells of which comprise of fluid and plasma proteins within that damaged muscle. So your immune system responds by building up certain fluids and plasma proteins in order to uh, protect and heal that damaged tissue. Depending on the amount of damage, so if you're especially if you're new to something, you could potentially have a lot of damage that your body isn't used to, that fuel that fluid can exceed the capacity of your lymphatic system. So your lymphatic system is an important system is part of your immune system that transports fluid from your body and can decrease swelling. So if you have too much swelling that can, that exceeds the capacity of your lymphatic system, the result is you get some tissue swelling. So you can actually increase the circumference of your limbs, uh, temporarily because of this process. So some types of exercises are more likely to cause more swelling and damage than others. So one in particular is eccentrics. Eccentrics are the the negative portion of the movement. And this is something that we do in Evlo a lot. And this is part of the reason why I want to do this podcast is because if you're new to Evlo, you might notice some of this at first. So eccentrics are 
uh, the lowering phase where the muscle is both contracting and lengthening at the same time. So an example is the lowering phase of a bicep curl, the lowering phase of a lunge, the lowering phase of a step up. These are all things that we do frequently in Evlo because we move so slow. And eccentrics are extremely effective at creating more muscle hypertrophy or muscle growth because they cause more of that EIMD, that exercise-induced muscle damage. And one study actually showed, I'll link it in the show notes, that an eccentric arm exercise increased arm swelling, that cell swelling, by like 1.7 inches in circumference in a group that was unaccustomed to the exercise. And even in a group that was accustomed to to the exercise, they still saw swelling, but to a lesser degree. So this doesn't mean that that swelling is going to stay there forever. It's just a temporary immune response when your body notices some uh, something that it's not used to when it notices notices some damage there. So uh, that's you know pretty significant, right? One point seven inches in circumference is pretty significant. Again, nothing to be afraid of. Just something to kind of. Uh, notice or or be aware of that. Okay, this might be happening. It doesn't mean it's going to be like like that forever. I think we're so deathly afraid of like looking larger, which again is a whole another thing. But just understanding, okay, this is how my body might respond, and it's it's most likely temporary. Swelling diminishes over time substantially when you get accustomed to exercise because of something called the repeated bout effect. But if you are well-trained and you, you're trying something new, you're still likely to experience some swelling here and there. So this isn't necessarily only for beginners, but it's definitely more pronounced in beginners. So when is swelling too much or when should you be concerned? So a certain amount of EIMD of that exercise-induced muscle damage appears to be good and it appears to be a good way to stimulate muscle hypertrophy or muscle growth. But as I've talked about in many podcasts, more is not better, right? So excessive EIMD or layering EIMD on top of EIMD can be detrimental to that muscle growth. So layering damage on top of damage before that muscle has an opportunity to heal can be detrimental and, you know, put you backwards, right? And this is why overuse or overexercise can be so detrimental to muscle growth, we don't want to, you know, completely cook our glutes on Monday and then turn around and do the same thing on Tuesday before those muscles have had time to heal. If your immune system is already active in a certain tissue and they're swelling there and your lymphatic system is having trouble keeping up just as it is, adding more damage is going to continue to overwhelm your system and isn't likely to move you forward, right? Muscles actually heal in a similar way that a cut on your skin would heal. It involves an inflammatory and healing response from your immune system. So just like you would leave, you know, a cut alone on your body, like you're, you try not to bump up against it, you try not to like touch it, just leave it alone, let your body heal. We want to kind of do the same thing for your muscles. Not saying that, you know, after you work a muscle, you should stop moving and like immobilize yourself. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, let's say you really, really work your glutes on Monday. Okay. Tuesday, maybe we don't work our glutes again. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you do some mobility. Maybe, you know, if you're in Evlo, you're working upper body, right? So it's not that you need to like be afraid to move your body. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that you need to give your body space to heal and not overstress it when it's in that inflammatory response. So how much swelling is too much and when should you be concerned? 
well, everyone will have a different rate of recovery, how quickly their body is able to come in, restore damaged tissue, and ultimately make your body stronger, reduce inflammation, and reduce swelling. And too much swelling may be an indication that you're overdoing it. This is where your exercise dosage and recovery comes in. And unfortunately, there's no one size fits all. So it's just going to be a matter of you figuring out your own body and how your own body is responding and getting really in tune with that. And I did an entire podcast on how to track your recovery. That's episode number 38, episode number 38 on how to know if you're recovering properly. If you haven't listened, highly recommend maybe one of the most important podcasts that I've done yet, because if you're not recovering, you're not going to see results. So many of you have already listened to that. If you need to go back and listen to it again, please do. I won't get too much into the content of that episode in an attempt to keep this episode nice and concise. And I also know that a lot of you have listened to that episode and are practicing the things that I preach in that episode. So that's episode number 38. But if you listen to that episode and you notice, okay, I'm not recovering between my workouts. It may be worth you know, taking an extra recovery day or even taking a reset week. Play around with your dosage until you find where your body is able to continue to progress but not so much exercise that you're backtracking yourself. So tracking that recovery is my answer of like how much swelling is too much. There's not like a circumference that I'm going to give you. I'm not going to be like, well, 1.5 inches is fine, but 1.6 inches, that's too much. You know, it's not like that. It's just like, okay, am I recovering? Yes or no. If you're not recovering, it's, you know, you're probably layering inflammation on inflammation and you're not going to be benefiting. So there's that. So just to summarize, (laughs) yes, some swelling is common in exercise, especially when you are beginning a routine that your body isn't accustomed to. It definitely improves over time and definitely will diminish. Even if your body is accustomed to it, you may notice some temporary swelling from time to time, especially if you've had a really hard workout, you might notice some swelling and that's okay. And as long as you're in tune with your body and your body is recovering, that swelling is relatively normal and can result in muscle growth. All right. I hope this podcast was helpful. Again, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review or a rating, I would so appreciate it. And we will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.